Welcome to Glide Chat, where we give you the rundown of all things service now. Let's talk about the now, right now. Welcome to another episode of Glide Chat. My name is Michael Lombardo, CEO of GlideFast Consulting. Sitting across the table from me is Josh Brostoff, AVP at GlideFast. Josh, what up, brother? How's it going, Mike? Thanks for having me on today. Looking forward to talking with you a little bit more about um, you know customer service, some of the work that we've yeah. done, the experiences that we've had, and, uh, and yeah, it's great to be here. Absolutely. And uh, for those who don't know Josh, which would be very far and few between, there's another Glide Chat we did where we kind of talked about your background, so check that out if you don't know Josh. But Josh, yeah, let's talk about customer service. I know that's something you're really passionate about. You've taken over uh, customer service management implementations here at GlideFast, yep. and it all comes back to customer service. I mean, that's something I've always been passionate about. Um, ever since my first job, you know, I was always taught to put the customer first, right? Customer's always right. Go above and beyond. Provide that great experience. And it's funny how that's transitioned now to more, you know, more professional. Um, and it's such an important part of every day. But yeah, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about where you, what you're thinking. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I think definitely my experiences, right. And, you know, where I've been and, and really how I started my career, the experiences that I've had have really kind of, you know, I've wanted to really go down this path of more focusing on customer service management. Right. So yeah. w- with service now, obviously it started off, right. It was an ITSM tool. Yeah. Very focused on things like incident management, change management, uh, requests, you know, all those pieces, right? And then CSM came out and it it was something that I really just gravitated towards because I think one of the things for me as the years have gone on is really my experience dealing with customer service uh, at different organizations, (laughs) right? And I think everyone's As a customer, right? Exactly. Not only as a customer, right? Um, but it, it, you know, in what we do day to day as well. Yeah. And you know, as the technology has improved, right. There are things that are, that are good with it. And there are things that are not so good with, yeah. uh, with customer service. But I really think the thing for me is I wanted to be able to use a tool to help improve that experience. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where I saw that opportunity with CSM to, to take that and capitalize on it. Yeah. The biggest thing for me, right. Is. I think we've all had those experiences where you go in, you, you know, you call into a customer service line and you have to press 30 different buttons oh, to get like, how painful is that? It's right? brutal. It's yeah. I mean the, the robots, they don't, they're, they they do not work. Exactly. I'm sorry. They yeah. don't like, it, I don't want to have to call and, and just say representative. I try everything. I used to have like every back door. There's actually a website. I forget what it is where you can actually get the back doors to speak to somebody, yep. you know, and I, there's definitely some psychology around that of yep. like, just give me somebody. I just want to solve my problem. You yep. know, like I don't want to say I'm calling about, <laughs> you know, uh, getting my cable fixed, you know? Exactly. And it's, I understand the routing, especially us doing what we do with ServiceNow and, you know, CSM and the incident management, we understand routing and we understand we want to get to the right person. Um, But I can, I can go on and on, you know, it's yeah. A hundred percent. I think the biggest thing for me is what I've really noticed is when you look at the businesses 
you know, in this country, in the world that have great customer service yeah. and you realize how far they've gone, right? And part of it is because they do such a good job with their customers being able to not only give them that great experience, not only when they're buying the product, but after the fact as well, right? And I think the biggest thing for me in realizing that is I want to enable our customers to have that same experience. Um, you know, for example, right, you call in, you get routed to 20 different people, exactly yeah. like you were saying. And I think the biggest thing is you really just want to get your, your issue resolved. Thank you. And oh, that, you that's took it. the words that's out it. of my you mouth. Want, you want, that's all you want. Oh, you that's jerk. All you You're want. a jerk. And, <laughs> no, I was going to ask you before you go on, right? Because yeah. now you're going to, before you steal any more words from me. Yeah. What do you, I was going to say, what do you think is more important to a customer? Getting the, hey, how you doing, Josh? How's everything going today, buddy? Yep. Or is it the, just, hey, here's your problem solved, right? Yep. We don't, we don't need this. Our cu customers don't need this overwhelming experience where, you know, there was magic and flowers and we just, when we call our cable company to fix our, our internet, we just want it fixed. Right. We exactly. don't need, we don't need this like extravagant experience. Like we just want the problem solved, right. just give it, just solve it quickly. And I think one of, I think part of the, the problem that I've seen, right. Is I think a lot of people, if, uh, you know, whether you're an executive, um, at a company leading customer support, their whole thing is how can we cut down on costs? Because I think a lot of companies yeah. view it as overhead, right? Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't. And it's the same thing as service now has been viewed mm -hmm. as right. Um, where it's overhead, but in the, in reality, it's actually revenue generated, yeah. right? If you provide a good customer experience, you provide good customer support, loyalty, it's, it's revenue generating and it's yeah. loyalty, right? It's loyalty. You want to do business with that yeah. same brand. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really where this all comes down to, because I think the, the, the thought behind this whole thing, right? Is if you can route people to 20 different, you can have them push 20 different buttons, yeah. you know, they're saying, oh, well, you know, we we're can gonna help get you to the you, right person. We're going to get you, we're going to help you, your issue exactly. get resolved faster. But the fact is it actually that makes the customer more upset. Yeah, it's more Right. Upset. And it's, it's, it's not going to do brutal. you any good. And I think that's really where building experiences, like some of the stuff that I love and I try and, you know, rebuild, right. I try and build these experiences with service now is if you go into to Uber, right. If you go into Lyft or you go into Amazon and you it's have easy. a problem, you say, hey, my, my product didn't de get delivered. Just like that, they reimburse Easy. the whole thing. Well, right? because that that's yeah. it's 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 actually saves them more money by just giving you the ten exactly. bucks back exactly. than having you talk to somebody and they gotta figure out what happened. Yeah. And the volume of that and, would be too much. And I think we need to have a fundamental shift yeah. of the train of thought being, okay, we're gonna try and route you all over the place. We're gonna have only hire no service agents, right? To let's just simplify this whole thing. Let's identify what the issue is and let's get the issue resolved. Listen, that's it. And, a per, and the other thing is like, why can't we enable people to do more? This right. was my this was this was a frustration I had back when I was in, in healthcare too. Like, where they wouldn't, you know, we had to escalate things to tier two. They wouldn't give us access or something. Right. Like, just give us access. Let me. Why do I have to make put my user on hold? Tell or take down their information. Tell them we'll call them back. Just let me reset their password. Why right. are we going to tier two right. or whatever? Right. right. Give us access. Give us enablement. Give us training. And some of that's around politics uh, at organizations where they don't want to give it up. But like, you know, for example, I, I'm a loyal member to a hotel chain, right? I won't say who. And I'm an elite member or whatever. And 
I have a different phone number. And I never knew what I have like three different phone numbers. I never know which one. I always call the wrong one. And they say like, oh, sorry, I can't help you. Let me transfer you. The the worst thing in the world is transfers. But and then I have to go and wait on hold again. It's like, why is that person not qualified to take my hotel reservation? Or like why? I understand the white glove service and that's a premium. That's great. But if I have someone on the phone, that person should be able to solve my problem. So that's where knowledge, things like knowledge base, right? And some of the checklists that come in CSM is so crucial, right? If we can enable more of our staff to handle more issues, then they, the whole times are going to go down, right? right? Um, so uh, that's always been a frustration. I mean, that's yeah. one of them. And, right? and I definitely think, um, you know, some of the stuff that I've seen that we've just had huge success and some of the projects I've done, right, is um, I think – when we think about things like virtual agent chatbots, right, as it relates to CSM, and I definitely think there's good things that that experience that has provided, right? But, and there's also things that have also taken away from the customer experience, right? But I think some of it is finding that in between for, okay, if someone asks a question a couple of times, right, when does it make sense to transfer them to a live agent? And, and building that experience or service now of, hey, let's Let's build these type of topics through virtual agent where someone can type something in and it resolves it automatically for them, right? Yeah. How can we start to automate those experiences? There's the automation. Like you've yeah. talked about where, yeah. hey, I have a problem, right? I need to change my password. Yeah. How can I go in and just do it myself True without automation. having to, to pick up the phone and, you know, press 30 different and buttons, right? And, le- and le- instead of trying to solve every problem, because we're never going to be able to do that, yep. let's focus on making the ones that automation can solve like virtual agent. Yep. Let's, let's just make that really good. Exactly. And then like, let's just focus, let's not try to have press one for this, you know, try to get every issue. It right. just, right. you know, and then give them the out. Like if they're a customer who doesn't want to talk to a robot, a virtual agent, yep. give them the out. That's why I love service now out of the box. It's just like representative. Right. And I know a lot of people cut that out sometimes, but you know, give the. I, I always say, give them the out. Right. You, know, you give them a human. If they want a human, give them a human. And I think the other thing too is, I mean, how many times have you got on a call with someone who's, <clears throat> and, I, and I think this is kind of known about the industry is there's a lot of turnover in call centers, right? It's hard to train people. Yeah. But how many times have you got on a call with a customer service agent? They haven't, you know, they don't know what you're talking about or the type of issue that you're having. And yeah. they kind of don't know what needs to be done. I think one of the the best things I've seen is one of the relatively new features around customer service playbooks where you can actually identify the type of issue that someone's having yeah. and it guides the agent yeah. saying, here's That's what you need playbook. to do, right? Yep. Here's what you need. You need to go to, to here, right? Yeah. And then you need to send yeah. them um, a password reset link yeah. um, and then confirm everything's all set. And once that's complete, right? But guiding those people through how to be able to do these things that's a better example of hey let's provide the best possible customer experience yep. we can let's empower these enable agents let's, empower. We, need, we need to enable them right not only do yeah. we need to enable people to be able to actually automate and self-resolve their issues so they don't have to press 30 buttons but let's yeah. actually improve our agents experience too so they're empowered to actually deliver better customer service right yeah um, i think that those are the really the two big things when you think about providing that good experience of, Hey, how can we um, build a better brand for ourselves? How can we make sure that our customers want to come back and do business with us again? Yeah. First drink some champagne. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm drinking it all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So 
I was just thinking about as you're talking, right? And we think about service now. Why is it, again, back to the like, psychology of it, I don't want to, like, when I'm having a like, issue with my phone provider or my cable provider or whatever, my first instinct isn't to go to their portal. Yep. Right? Exactly. I agree. Like, I just, I'm like, I got to call them. Yep. And I'm trying to think, is that going to get easier? Is that because their their portal is just not there? Their, like, their website, their portal, their service there is not up to par yet? I mean, like, I'm starting to see more ServiceNow customers, some of the bigger ones, too, like, yep. start putting virtual agent, like, in front on of the their customer on the website. Yep. Yep. Why is it not fully there yet, though? It you know it's interesting. Is it just I, takes time, right? I gateway think, drug. I think some. I think a lot of businesses, when you think about you know what are you doing, what's on your priority list, right? Yeah. A lot of them are just looking at everything as, hey, we need to you know make our product the best that it can be. Um, we need to build our brand up. You know, we do. We need to invest in research and development, right? But it's kind of the last thing that a lot of businesses tend to look at. I think so. And, and I think that's where your priorities are. But I think, you know, I was alluding to this earlier. I think there needs to be that fundamental shift of putting customer service at the forefront. Yeah. Because that's really how you're. If you have, if you get a customer, right? And let's think about how much it costs to, you know, get one of your get a new customer, right? Let's say it costs three hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Or whatever it may be. And then they go through their, their first experience with your business. They have a terrible, you know, journey with customer support. They're gone, right? And you and you've lost that money and you're never gonna get them back. So really having that first experience be the good one, whether it's purchasing the product or after the fact where they need something, yeah. the whole life cycle of that customer journey is, is really comes into play. Yeah. So and so I, I read a book a while back about customer service. Is it something I, I'm really passionate about? They like yep. built Glidefast on it, right? Like yep. I going above and beyond, and like that white glove, premium, premium support. Like customers always write stuff, and in in that in that book, I remember reading it. Really stuck out to me is when you have people like tweet. <laughs> Twitter's a great example, right? right? right when right, people right. tweet about a company, the customer service is it ever good or bad? Majority. Always bad. Always, Always, bad. Bad. Always bad. And you know why that is? Again, back psych- psychology. People want you to feel bad for them. Like, right. dude, I called call this grocery chain. I don't know, whatever. Call this uh, movie rental place. Call Blockbuster. Yep. And it yep. was. <laughs> exactly. Because we went to a movie rental place. Remember that? that? It was like one of the last ones in the even, world. I don't even know if there's any The middle of Illinois. Point. Yeah. Like that was a scary town. It, 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 was, really was. Not, it wasn't it was like Deca- Chicago. Decatur. Decatur, Decatur Illinois. Three, yeah, three yeah, hours outside. That was weird. Yeah. But so call Blockbuster. Terrible experience. A guy hung up on me. You'll see a tweet about that, but you're never going to see like call Blockbuster. And wow. Right. The woman on the phone was just so nice and she solved my problem because people want you to like feel bad for them. Like, you know, subconsciously like, man, sorry you had that experience. That sucks. Me too. They suck. Screw right. them. Right. right. You want to break misery loves company. Right. Yep. But isn't that funny? Like you never see positive like feedback really rarely of like, wow, I had this great experience, you know, with my cell phone provider 
They did this for me. Yep. So that's why, and the, the author was, was like kind of coming back to like, people just want their problems solved, yeah. you know? Agreed. And I think, I think people want to be heard, right? Yeah. You know, if you have a problem and you call in, you feel like, you know, neurolinary hears, hears you, right? You're talking to one person, but if suddenly with this whole piece of like social media, right? You have, you have Twitter, you have Instagram, yeah. Facebook. When you, you put, put it put on there, blast, millions of people <laughs> yeah, are going to see this, right? It's you know, no it's, longer a secret. If you have a problem, other people are going to see that and be like, wow, you know, maybe I don't want to do business with that company. You right? notice how the brands now, they respond mostly. They do. They do. And they it, respond. I, I actually think that's one of the best things though that's yeah. happened, right? Yeah. Because not only does it enable a consumer to be heard, right? Yeah. And allow other people to see, hey, this is what's really going on about how they're treating customers, right? But it also gives the business an opportunity to respond and say, hey, you know, how, how can I how can I improve yeah. your experience? We're sorry to hear most of the time it's we're sorry to hear about that. Yep. Shoot us a DM, we'll give you and in, they end up giving them a coupon in, or something. And one of the actually um It's a workflow, know, by the way. Exactly. It's so a workflow. This, this is what I was about to go yeah. into yeah. is one of the things that I love that I've done with ServiceNow yeah. is I actually built a, a feature for a customer where when they mentioned a um, the co- the company through Twitter, right? Yeah, it would actually auto generate a case. Yeah, and what you could do with that is then you could respond to the customer directly through ServiceNow and have them reply. Yeah. You could actually track that from start to finish, right? Yeah. Because yeah, when you have things, when you think about Twitter, right? Millions of people may be tweeting at your company, depending yeah. on who you are, and you can't keep track. Well, of most it, of them right? are bots now. They, yeah, they, they, <laughs> most yeah, of them could be they're determined. E- Elon, Elon, yeah. Deter- Elon, knows. yeah, Elon yeah. put them on blast. Yeah. But it's actually a workflow. I actually, I don't know if I did this with Service Now. I don't know what it was, but it was. A, I was talking to somebody. I saw a presentation, and it's actually a workflow. So, it, it you know manual automated whatever. But like, let's say somebody tweets at you know. Yep. McDonald's or something. McDonald's, we'd love to work with you, by the way. We're not. Um, <laughs> someone tweets big at McDonald's. Fan. Big, big fan. fan. Big fan. Though. It's a workflow, right? So it's like, okay, a tweet was happened at McDonald's, right? All right. Is it vulgar or is it like, you know, is it facetious tweet or is it right. like a legit tweet? Right, right, right. And then they, okay, if it's that way, ignore it. You know, if it's this way, okay, was it a complaint or a compliment? All right, if it's a compliment, this, you know, go this route. If it's a complaint, let's go this route, right? So if you think about it, that's a that's a great use case for something for service now. 100%. And yep. especially with some of the automation. Oh, yeah. That's 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 possible there, you know. Yep. So what's next for CSM? What's next for CSM and service now? Because it was a new product maybe six years ago. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah, six I think about I think, I think yeah. I was, you know, maybe right seven. I, I want to say, yeah, like Glide 20, yeah, 2016 is yeah. when I really started hearing about it. Yeah. Started, you know, customers. I remember you were like, I want this. I'm going to take this over. Yeah, you I knew, said it I knew then. Immediately, you said yeah. it. Because it's just a, such a big market opportunity. I think that's yeah. why everybody was excited about it. Yep. Is because it was it's such a big market opportunity that ServiceNow just wasn't playing in yet right, right. necessarily. And it's textbook service now use cases right, right like right. Uh, we failed calls or we solve you know we solve the cases yep but what's next for that yeah and and i think right now right when you look at kind of the the customer experience i feel like they're just you know grazing the very tip of of what that whole customer experience and customer journey is right mm-hmm. it is like so i mean Really what you have in, in service now you have a, a very a fairly robust customer support system where you have things like case management, right? You have live chat, mm-hmm. you have, you know, playbooks, 
But when you think about everything from from start to finish of all the way from actually purchasing the product, right? Um, you know, getting that whole piece of it. And, and then also after the fact as well, right? Really building up like a customer profile. Yeah. Um, starting to really start to track things like products and, you know, entitlements, right? We already have a lot of that in CSM. But I think continuing to expand on really the whole customer journey. Um, right now, it's very focused on support, but I feel like it's going to continue to, to branch out into other things as well, right? We've already seen things like field service management, which is, you know, in my opinion, still at the very early stages oh, and yeah. has a, a great product, right? Think 100%. about how many other, um, you know, massive companies are doing <laughs> field service management. ServiceNow has, has captured a, a very small piece yeah. of that, right? Yeah. But if, you, if you pull that in... I mean, can you imagine if you're not only doing FSM, but also all the other things that you could start to integrate that with, right? Yep. So I feel like that's a big piece. I think telecom, as it relates to CSM, is is going to be a massive offering as well. So I'm excited to see, particularly around FSM and, and telecom and how that integrates in um, and really the, the bigger picture of the customer journey. So 100%. And I'd love to see some integration more into the marketing space and sales space space of like okay this customer somehow correlate sales right right to the customer support experience and, and i think you know? when, yeah when you think about crm right <clears throat> that is something that ServiceNow has really not got into uh, yet right? when is that gonna happen i i think it has to happen. it has to happen it has to happen like eventually they're just gonna take up so much of the other they markets hand, they go hand in hand right and, i mean customer support and then also well you, the, well, you know why they don't do it right right should we say it? Can we say that? I think we can say it. Can say it. Small Salesforce? Is that Salesforce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's because if if they if Wall Street views them as a CRM, right? Then they're like, oh, dude, Salesforce is a CRM. Right. So that's why Service Now is like, we're not a CRM. But they've got everything. It's the perfect. It's the perfect entry, right? It's the you, last. It's, it's the last big. Th I mean, the, there's a, there's a lot. I mean, more, but it's, yeah, there's it's more, the last. Big, but it's big the lock. like, as far as like records, right? In you know. Like as far as like the record game, right? And, and I mean, but can you imagine <laughs> yeah. though, like everything coming together? Like look, look. What I mean, we, we do, do it. Uh, yeah, we built it, our own, and it, it integrates perfectly all the way from the start. CRM Pro, baby, you can get it in the ServiceNow App Store. Yeah. It, and yeah, they just, they I guess like for Wall Street, they just be like, we can't, we're not a CRM. Don't think of us as a CRM. We're not right. a. But I think Salesforce is the biggest competitor. The, the I mean, start, we know it's not Remedy. We know yeah. it's not. In, in, in my opinion, though, I mean, the stars are aligned, right? You, you've, <laughs> yeah. got, you've got everything. You're sitting on yeah. a lottery ticket yeah. and you're just waiting. I mean, to Salesforce has tried to play in everything ServiceNow right. dominates in. Right. And I don't think they're doing a good job. No, I think, yeah, I mean, ServiceNow literally has every big part of the enterprise yeah. except this last big piece. Doesn't Salesforce coding, like we have Glad Record, don't they have Apex? Right, yeah. That's not very really ironic. Dude, I'm seeing Apex everywhere now. Yeah. Dude, I see the word Apex everywhere. I, it's funny. I, yeah, was on, it. I was on a lake the other day. The boat, we were on Apex. Yep. It is popping up. No, I, I see it everywhere. It's weird. Um, all right, Josh. I think that's a good little yeah, podcast. No, good. I can keep good. going. We, I know. We, you want to keep know. going? Let's no, go. no, no, no. no. <laughs> all right, everybody. My name is Michael Lombardo. I'm with Josh Brostoff. We're drinking a little Ace of Spades for our buddy, little Jimmy. Josh, thanks for joining me today. Cheers. Great to be on. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Boom. Do you have a topic in mind that you'd like to discuss? Reach out to us at glidefast.com and subscribe to our podcast for new episodes. Thanks for